Hi, listeners. Lucia here. This week, we're introducing a new segment to the podcast. It's called Tea Time with Dr. Dana Wang. It's a segment where we discuss various mental health topics that relate to the theme of season three. In season three, as you recall, we discuss a lot of different mental health topics. And so we wanted to be able to provide some additional information around mental health. A bit more about Dana. Dana completed her psychiatry residency at Harvard Medical School, and she is also the co-founder of her own practice called Rivia Med. They take a holistic approach to mental health where they focus on both treatment and prevention. Dana is a good friend of mine whom I've known for many, many years, and I'm really excited to have her on the podcast. In this mini episode, I'll be talking with Dana about family, the frustrations that can come with the intersection of Eastern versus Western value systems, and how to deal with it on both sides. I'm your host, Lucia Liu. So with that, Dana, welcome to Rock the Boat. Thank you for having me. So what sort of things are your patients seeing you for when it comes to dealing with their parents? I do see a lot of frustration in Asian American patients that come into my door expressing really individualism. Patients who want to be musicians, who want to become dancers, who want to do arts and do things that are not traditionally measured in terms of success by uh, income. income. Exactly, in terms of income success, but gives them a lot of personal satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And that aspect is often ignored by parents or that generation in terms of this value system. Mm -hmm. So understanding where these two value system may come in clashing Mm -hmm. and talking to them from the perspective of one educating them on it being a personal choice Mm -hmm. there's another aspect that i i want to address that may be really relevant to this which is respect in the relationship with our parents. I'm Chinese, so I I speak from that perspective. We have to understand where Chinese parents come from and why they have the value system they do. I feel with our parents' generation, they've been through a lot of turmoil in history, political changes, wars, lack of opportunity, and they tend to overvalue certain things and undervalue others, overvaluing money as one of the measurements for success and de-emphasizing, devaluing time, devaluing freedom, devaluing choice. So money means a lot of things. Money means stability. Money means having options later on, Mm -hmm. even if you never use them. Okay, so beyond overvaluing money and devaluing time, I think there's also something to be said about setting boundaries, being independent, and mutual respect, right? Usually, parents demands a lot of respect from one way, but doesn't understand the concept of respecting the children back. Mm -hmm. I also see this generating conflicts over and over again. Right. And it's it's hard because I think they didn't grow up with any respect from their parents, right? So 
I think a lot of Asian American parents, especially like East Asian parents, mm -hmm. don't feel like they need to respect their kids because mm -hmm. in their eyes, their kids are always children. <laughs> I think there's a, definitely issues with that. But also just the, the question of like collectivist cultures versus mm -hmm. individualistic cultures, where in the United States, you always see a lot of white families respecting their kids. I would never hear something like this on the street when mm -hmm. a mother <laughs> goes to the kid and says, okay, there are three flavors. Which flavor do you want mm -hmm. you know, for your ice cream? Or yes. Do you want to have chicken fingers or do you want to have hot dogs? Like, yes. which one do you want? Like, that is unheard of mm -hmm. within Chinese culture mm -hmm. where the parents are like, you're going to eat whatever I feed you. Exactly. <laughs> and the concept of saying thank you, I'm sorry, it doesn't exist. It does not exist. No, it doesn't exist. And I think part of it is also your parents and their their kids, like you, have grown up in very different cultures where yeah. I think in America you expect the other person to say please and thank you, mm -hmm. but in Chinese culture it's unheard of. Right. It's not because they don't wish to say it, it's more like it's never crossed their minds. Mm -hmm. It's not like part of their culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that those ideas really come in when two people are trying to be on the same page and one side feel that their personal choice or individualism is not being taken into consideration that becomes you know a one-sided conversation where the parents feel like well I know better than you you may not see it right now, but 30 years down the road, you'll thank me. Oh yeah, we meanwhile, hear that a lot. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, you know, during 20 to 30 years, the kid may be suffering in their career, right? So, overvaluing money over happiness is justified in mm -hmm. our parents' eyes. Mm -hmm. So, we talk about this like concept that respect on both sides. Mm -hmm. Is there? any value in thinking, okay, I can't change my parents, that that's mm -hmm. kind of the way that they are. What is it that the individual can do? I think the concept of boundary actually is also one of those things that doesn't exist. Often in Chinese families, each member of the family is very enmeshed in identity with each other. Yeah, it's like the collectivist culture, right? That's like right. I succeed if my family succeeds. We are one unit That's and right. I don't belong to myself, mm -hmm. I belong to my family. Right. Okay. And the problem with that is in Western society, kids learn different concepts in school mm -hmm. and they start to want to express their individuality mm -hmm. and they want to be heard, they want to be acknowledged, rightfully so. And this idea that I can be my own person and I can still participate and have a good relationship with my parents is something I think deserves some attention. Mm -hmm. I often educate my patients on the idea that you can love each other, but you don't have to be enmeshed with each other. I think it's a concept that is easy to understand and very difficult to practice. Absolutely. I think personally, mm. even when, you know, starting the podcast or doing my chocolate business, it's really difficult not to take into account your mm -hmm. family's approval yeah. or um, want your family to be on the same page as you or root for you. So how do you disentangle yourself mm -hmm. from that mindset? I think it's natural for kids to want approval and want recognition from their parents. 
And I think part of the reason kids always want to invest in that relationship is it's a very natural instinct. It's a makeup for、um, our own sense of self-esteem, but it doesn't have to be the only part that make up our self-esteem. Choosing something we want to do and make effort towards that can also be a self-esteem booster in itself. So part of separating your love for your parents and their love for you, aside from coming in the form of approval, can be one of the things that we usually work on in therapy. How can you establish some boundary and still express your love for each other without getting into control issues where they over control your life? And、uh, what are some of those, I guess, tactical things that you work with your patients on? So the first part of change is understanding. Really, really understand where your parents are coming from. We often see our parents as our parents. We see them from the role of, okay, this is my mother, this is my father, and. Are they a good father? Are they a good mother? But actually, they are also people. They were a child at one point. They were somebody else's kid at one point.、Uh, and how have they made choices in their life? And can we bring some compassion into it? Really communicating with our parents and understand them as well as. Letting them understand us,、mm-hmm. often the relationship will soften.、Mm-hmm. Another way is kids also respond in the same way that their parents treat them. So if the parents are yelling, the kids yell back, right? So in order to change those dynamics, let's create some different responses. How can we respond in a way that soften things rather than? Escalate the mm-hmm. conflict, mm-hmm. so we work on de-escalation of the conflict, as well as seeing if you and your parents can build other commonalities. I think those are all really great pieces of advice and good insight for people who are having. A tougher time communicating with their parents,、mm-hmm. and/or anybody who want to be able to communicate with their parents better. So、mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, I believe in the. Healing power of self-understanding, self-reflection, and self-acceptance.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, there are situations where we really can't change our parents' mind mindset. Are you willing to accept that? Accepting something does not necessarily mean resigning, giving up on it, but sort of okay. What can I do? With what I have, you know that's very powerful because I think a lot of us are taught not to accept,、mm-hmm. right? Because like growing up, it's like, oh, well, you gotta be in math.、Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable.、Mm-hmm. You gotta try harder.、Mm-hmm. 
And so I think we are trained to be on this hamster wheel of never give up, never yes. give up, yes. never give up, right? Uh, and I think the concept of accepting is mm-hmm. very foreign mm-hmm. to a lot of us. What's a good way to practice self-acceptance? Yeah, I like to give an analogy of cooking and food. <laughs> you look in your fridge, right? You have some ingredients. So you can be very stubborn and say, I'm going to make this dish but I'm missing a few ingredients. You could be frustrated over what's missing, or you can look in the fridge and say, okay, what else can I make out of the ingredients that I do have? So I think of acceptance from that perspective, rather than saying, okay, you know, I'm missing these, I can't do anything about it, I might as well starve. I love that. Thank you. That's a really great piece of advice. That's it for today's mini episode with Dr. Gina Wang. Hopefully the information we shared with you can help you rethink your relationship with your parents and come to an understanding around value systems, setting boundaries, and choosing acceptance. This will be a four-part mini-series. We will publish each episode on Wednesdays for the following three weeks, and the topics we cover will be around mental illness, anxiety, and last but not least, dating. We've included more information about Dana's clinic, Rivia Med, in a link in our show notes. Thank you all for tuning in. Today's episode is mixed and edited by Rachel Chu. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes and help spread the word about the podcast. We really appreciate your help. Be sure to follow us on social media at rocktheboatnyc. See you all next time. You're saying I have tiger mom potential? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of mean. That's kind of mean.